set to become one of the hottest direct listings of 2021. That's right, an actual direct listing, not a backdoor SPAC or IPO. Basically, this means no new shares are going to be underwritten and issued. Instead, outstanding ones that already exist will now be publicly traded. This is actually a huge deal because there is no lockup period, which means insiders can sell whenever. That's something that's always worried me because if I invested in an IPO, then when that six month lockup period is over, the stock could really take a serious tumble. Coinbase is one of the more promising new stocks to the stock market that I've seen in a while. As someone who typically stays away from IPOs, that's definitely saying something. Today we're going to be covering Coinbase's business model and why they're poised for growth in the future. As always, the best investment that you can make is hitting that like button and subscribing for more great content in the future. So Coinbase was founded all the way back in 2012 by Brian Armstrong. He was formerly an engineer at Airbnb. He states that the internet was started as a way to transfer the free flow of information. As some inspiration, he started Coinbase as a platform for all users across the world to be able to exchange cryptocurrency. Since crypto is decentralized, it doesn't fall under the will of a government or institution. This is what people love about crypto, and that's because our buddy Jerome, he can't just start up his money printer at will anymore. Crypto exchanges need to be accessible, efficient, transparent, and of course they need to be safe in order for them to be successful as an actual currency. Unfortunately, much of the world still does not have access to formal banking services. And that's where Coinbase really comes in, is that they power the crypto economy. Now people anywhere in the world can have a vault to store crypto, send it, send and receive crypto, borrow and lend crypto, and among many, many other transactions. In fact, 96% of Coinbase's revenues come from their transaction fees. We can see here, this is how Coinbase earns their money through subscriptions and service revenues. So that consists of using the store part of its business, which is basically money that they charge for holding assets. Then they also have stake, which is basically money that they receive for holding cryptocurrency. And since that actually helps out the network and this verifies transactions, they get rewarded for doing that. That's called staking revenue. They also make money from distribute, which is commission based on the amount of crypto assets distributed to other users. And of course they make money from build, which is license revenue that they generate from their Coinbase analytics service. So Coinbase is already accessible to retail investors, institutions, and they really see this as something the whole world can one day use, regardless of their financial position or what language they speak. Money is of course the universal language across this planet. But how many of these people get forgotten in regular banking? This is a chance for everyone to be included on a global and open financial system. They say that their total addressable market is really anybody with a smartphone. And today, that is over 3.5 billion people and growing. Or just look at the market cap of all of crypto, which is nearly $2 trillion, and 55% of that is just Bitcoin alone. Coinbase already has 56 million different users, according to their latest earnings release, in over 100 plus countries. There's just so much more growth opportunities ahead for Coinbase. It's already being used by institutions, hedge funds, endowments, pensions, and corporations like Tesla or PayPal. This just shows that trust is being built not only in crypto, but Coinbase as well. Users can receive rewards for simply holding on to their crypto. 
Coinbase also has their own debit card, which users can use to earn crypto rewards when swiping. Coinbase's commerce works with different merchants to be able to process payments with their applications. They recently acquired Bison Trails, which is like the Amazon Web Services for crypto. This will allow for crypto infrastructure as a service to developers and companies that want to offer crypto to their customers. Since crypto is not federally insured like our money and banks are, security is everything. Coinbase is actually one of the longest running crypto platforms that have never lost funds due to a security breach. Of course, just because it hasn't happened in the past doesn't mean that that's never going to happen or be a reality in the future. I guarantee there's people working all hours of every day trying to breach into Coinbase. So to me, that is a risk when investing in a company like this. Crypto, of course, doesn't operate like the stock market exchanges do. They are running 24-7, 365. Coinbase has a rapidly growing customer base. The more popular crypto becomes, that means we're going to be seeing more and more companies start to add it to their balance sheets. More places are accepting it also as a form of currency and payment, and that's only going to be more good news for Coinbase. A majority of their revenues come from transactions involving either Bitcoin and Ethereum. I can't see the demand for this going away anytime soon. In fact, I think it's only going to get stronger. What I also really love about Coinbase is that it's similar to Roku and Spotify. It's similar because it's all about the platform, not the content creator. For Roku, they don't care who wins the streaming wars, whether that's YouTube, Netflix, Disney+, as long as people are streaming on a Roku device. Spotify, they don't care if users are listening to Little Nas X or Harry Styles or Queen as long as people are listening to music on Spotify. So it's the same concept with Coinbase. We don't know who may be winning the crypto wars in the future. Right now it's Bitcoin and Ethereum, but there's no guarantees on that in the future. But as long as people are still using crypto on Coinbase, they can continue to monetize those transactions and that's really all that matters. Coinbase is estimating revenues of $1.8 billion for Q1 of 21, and that's super impressive for a relatively new company. I sure hope that the volatile nature of crypto doesn't mean that revenues are always going to be fluctuating very heavily. There's going to be about 115 million shares of Coinbase out there, and the valuation that I'm seeing could be anywhere between $68 billion and $100 billion. They estimate that they have around 6 million active users who make transactions each month. They are already a profitable company and their year-over-year growth is just outstanding. And if you made it this far, you know it wouldn't be a Citizen of the Year video if I didn't say something controversial. And that is that I love their CEO stance on keeping politics out of business. This is something that I wish more companies would do. Instead, they pretend to care about issues, they issue woke statements, they change their profile pictures temporarily, and they act like they're making a difference. I drink Coca-Cola for its taste. That's all I'm concerned about with them. I don't need Coca-Cola to be telling me how to think. Every time a company makes a political stance, they are potentially alienating 50% of their customer base. I feel like companies should always strive to be politically moderate as possible. Coinbase's CEO basically said, hey, at this company, we're focused on building the best products as possible. We're also focused on building an equal work environment and empowering everyone through our actual business. He even highlighted why he takes this stance, and that's because even if we all agree that something is an issue, 
our way of actually going and solving that is going to be different and that might cause internal issues. And he even points out that Facebook and Google have had major internal issues because of their political stances and that has even impacted their productivity. Their mission is to create an open financial system for the world. Not everybody needs to be an activist these days. It takes a lot to stick up to the mainstream woke media and the way that the companies have recently behaved, and I really respect their CEO, Brian Armstrong, for doing this. I know I'm not the only one who thinks like this, so please let me know in the comments below if you agree with me. And if you disagree with me, that's totally fine too. Just let me know what your perspective is, and maybe it's something that I just haven't thought about before. I would love to hear you out. Alright guys, so overall I think I'm definitely leading toward buying Coinbase. Cryptocurrency is only going to get bigger and bigger from here on out. Coinbase will inevitably have more and more competition. And then there's also going to be lots of volatility. That's just a given. I like to be as transparent as possible with all of you. And once I buy Coinbase, I'll probably publicly reveal it. And just because this might be the right investment for me, doesn't mean that it's the right investment for you. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe if you have any questions or comments or video requests, or if you just wanna say hi, I would love to hear that. Don't forget these videos are now available wherever you get your podcast under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy Stash Collect Cash. See you later. This is not financial advice and for educational purposes only.